What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. DJ Murray with some buzzer beater magic against Orlando. Hawks get a dub, and we'll talk about it right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight, we had basketball in Atlanta, and Atlanta Hawks came away with a two point victory against the Orlando Magic. Hawks move. Their uh, record to 17 and 23. We'll talk about what we saw tonight. The ins, the outs, all of that good stuff. So uh, take off your shoes, relax your feet. Uh, thank you for checking out the Hawksby podcast. We're so glad that you are here and decided to take some time out of your busy schedule to listen to what we have to say. We really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. So, first things first. First of all, if you are new, welcome into the show. If you, however you've stumbled onto the show, um, I always gotta say what's up to my new listeners. What's up, y'all? I'm Edub. <laughs> nice to meet you. To the regs, what's up? You know how we do. You know how we get down with the get down, right? Um, a big part of what we do is on social media. So make sure you're connected with us on all our social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. The whole shebang. Make sure you connect with us. Um, secondly, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. That really helps us out in the podcast community. Drop us a five-star rating. We greatly appreciate that. Love you. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it, man. We're not going to waste no time. Um, the Orlando Magic coming into town tonight to face the Atlanta... Uh, the or- <laughs> the or- Atlanta <laughs> Hawks. Slow down, E. See, sometimes after a win, my adrenaline gets going because that place is just—it's just like it was on fire. Like, it, 
I thought tonight the energy in the building was very lackluster. To be honest with you, it was very lackluster. But that fourth quarter, going back and forth, the game winner, and it was it was electric. So, just I mean, shout out to the Hawks just for getting it done, man. Getting a dub. Dubs aren't easy to come by in the league, so you got to appreciate uh, each one for its own merit. Let's start from the beginning, man. The Hawks and the Magic. You knew this game was going to go down to the wire. Like you did every time these two teams play, that's just what happens. Um, after the game, Trey pretty much taught was asked that question. He's like, "Why do you two teams like? Why do you two kind of always seem to go down to the wire?" And Trey, he he said exactly it. You know, the Magic are a defensive team that sometimes struggle with offense, and the Hawks are an offensive team that sometimes struggle with defense. You know, and I think that. Spot on, <laughs> spot on. But um, out the gate, man, I, I really just didn't like the Hawks' energy. I was just like, "Yo, man!" Like it seemed like a Wednesday night game. To be honest with you, like if I told you the Hawks were playing a Wednesday night game versus Orlando, not very exciting. <laughs> it, I mean, the place wasn't it wasn't filled to the brim. It wasn't a nationally televised game. But this is a game that you need to win. You know. I, I look at and, and I can be very critical of, of of this team. I can be very critical of Trey Young at times for only getting up for these uh, televised games versus, you know, when the bright lights are on and all these people are in the building like last game. These are the games that that, that we really need. Like these are the games that separate you from being just a regular team and a playoff team. So um, I'm not saying this is a playoff team, but. This was definitely a good win. Tonight, it was, uh, I, I just thought they were sluggish coming out of the gate, coming out of the gate. They just didn't look, they didn't look together. They did not look connected, right? That's the word we've been talking about. They didn't look connected. Um, and in the beginning, I said, maybe they will have a game. I, I put this out in the first quarter. I said, maybe they will have a game when aware they start slow. And they end kind of fast or they end more focused. And uh, I think that kind of was the case, right? Uh, when we get to the third quarter, I mean, this was the first time the Hawks won the third quarter in a long time. But uh, the first quarter was just kind of back and forth. It was kind of just a draw, you know. Um, there was a moment in the first quarter where Trey goes down. He stayed down for almost like a possession and a half. Nobody called timeout. They're just running back and forth. <laughs> Which is kind of wild. I'm looking at it, I'm like, yo, is, is man's hurt? If he's hurt, he need to get up out of there. If if he's not hurt, he need to get up and get back on defense. You know, I, I'm very I'm very black and white with that. If you, either you hurt or you not, and um, thank thankfully he wasn't hurt or he was able to shake it off. But uh, a very underwhelming first quarter. It was a draw. You know, score was even. But uh, yeah, very. It, it wasn't. It wasn't fun basketball to watch. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. It wasn't fun basketball to watch. Um, I thought that uh, in the second quarter, you got a lot more of the same. A lot more of the same. It just. It just tip for tap. I mean, these teams are so like they're so evenly matched. And what I mean, what I mean by evenly, I mean the Orlando's gonna play good defense. And the Hawks are going to have a better offense. And it just kind of always just balances out, man. Like, everything is always just kind of equal with these teams. It's like it's like the yin and the yang, you know. 
At halftime, the Hawks are down by two. And they're almost lucky to be down by two, if you ask me. If you ask my opinion. They had 14 turnovers to the Magic 7. Trey Young's not shooting the ball. And if you were to tell me, going into halftime, the Hawks are going to be only down by two. And Trey's having an off-shooting night. And they got 14 turnovers. Give me that every day of the week. Like, like technically, like according to the numbers, if all you looked at was the numbers, like they should be down a lot more. But I will say this. Just because a player is not shooting well doesn't mean that he's not having that. He means that. Let me start that over. Just because a player is not shooting well doesn't mean he's necessarily having a bad game. I thought Trey's passing was just laser like, you know, um, the turnovers were a little high, but I thought the turnovers were a little high for everybody. Trey had four at halftime. DJ had three. Jalen had three. Those are your three ball handlers, man. Like they got to tighten up. <laughs> like they got to tighten up. That's that's pure and simple. Um, but I, I thought by and large, his, his passing is still like a part of the game that he can lean on. When his shot is not falling. And I think that's what makes Trey Young a special player. Going into the third quarter, I was nervous because we all know if we've been if you've been watching this Hawks team, we all know what it's been like in the third quarter. I I, I, I dug up a stat while the third quarter quarter was going on because it didn't start well. But it ended much better. <laughs> it didn't start well, but it ended much better. And the Atlanta Hawks for this month of January have a point differential of negative 74 points in the third quarter. Let me read that again. The Atlanta Hawks have a negative 74 points uh, scoring margin in the third quarter this month. So you put all their points together. They've been outscored by 74 points in one quarter. For the month of January. Um, that's not good. That's not good. 74 points. Now you look at the, the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. They're still on the deficit. Has a differential of negative 10 points for the quarter. So second the second half. The uh, Atlanta Hawks just have not played good basketball. However. However. There is a but. <laughs> Tonight. For the first time in a long time. The Atlanta Hawks won the third quarter. Ladies and gentlemen, give them a round of applause. Give them a round of applause. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hawks won a third quarter finally. Finally, finally. If you follow me on Twitter, I said the Hawks finally won a third quarter. And I think I posted a meme of Jordan holding a championship trophy. That's almost what it felt like, right? Um 29 to 25 in the quarter. Hawks shot pretty decently. Um, actually, they didn't shoot pretty decently. They shot amazing. Like, they were 11 to 16 from the field, and they were 4 of 6 from 3. That's 68% and 66% respectively. So, um, you shoot 60-something percent, and you hold the magic to 40-something percent. Um, that's a good, that's a good uh, ratio. Turnovers were still a little high for my liking. Uh, the turnovers in that quarter were seven to four. But hey, man, you're shooting the ball extremely well, so 
I, I think they were able to have a little bit of wiggle room. Fourth quarter was, uh, I think they did a decent job of just holding serve. Trey's shot still wasn't falling. Uh, DeJounte Murray was like, okay, like it's DeJounte Murray time. And the thing about DeJounte Murray is this, and, I, and I'll say more about this, like, well, let me just go ahead and say it now. DeJounte Murray was really good tonight in that fourth quarter. Five of seven, ten points. We all saw the game winner, right? Had a key offensive rebound, a key put back. Um, you know, it, it, and, it, and it's been crazy because he's been the one that has been all of the trade rumors have been circling around this man. And now folks are like, okay, do we need to really trade this guy or is it really – the problem with the DeJounte Murray is this. And not taking anything away from tonight's game. The problem is this duo that has played extremely well tonight. Where um, Coach uh, Snyder came out and said, hey, I, I love the way these guys played together. He made a point to say that. He made a point to say that. He made a point to say that we didn't play selfish tonight. These you, you have to listen to not just what coach is saying. You have to kind of listen to like the background of what he's saying. He's saying the guys weren't selfish. They were they were connected. They were together. The problem has been there just hasn't been enough times where these two guys have done it together and it translates to a victory. Let me say that again. The problem is not like nights like tonight where DeJounte Murray hits a game winner, has a good fourth quarter, and the guys play uh, poised basketball together and being connected. The problem is not that. The problem is they haven't done it enough consistently to transform, I mean, to, to translate into more victories. And that has been the problem. That's been the problem. They just haven't done it enough, and they just haven't done it to the fact that people believe that it's going to work. But for tonight, we're going to celebrate. You're going to celebrate this 24 hours because it's hard to win in the NBA. So you're going to celebrate this 24 hours, and then you're going to move on. You're going to have another. You're going to have another battle to to, uh, to fight. But the problem has just been the consistency. It's been the consistency. Um. I have a poll that I wanted to, uh, and again, if you're on Twitter, make sure you follow us on Twitter at HawksBeat. Follow us there, and we will, uh, yeah, we always interact with our folks. We always interact with our folks. I have a poll up on Twitter um, that has just been released maybe about five or ten minutes before I started this this podcast, but um, the poll says, in light of DJ Murray's uh, game-winning shot. I said, do you think the Hawks will move on from DeJounte Murray? That's the poll that's out there. So you have still, I'm I'm having, I'm going to put it up for 24 hours. So it's going to be up until tomorrow night. And the early results, the early results to the question, do you think the Hawks need to move on from DeJounte Murray? 43% of the voters have said yes. 43% have said yes, 19% have said no, and 37% has said they don't know. 
So I thought that's very telling. I think that's very telling. 43% still say, yeah, you still got to move on from them. Uh, only 19% say no. The 37% say, you know, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? And that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and that's just, that's, those, are, those are just the early results. Uh, we have, what, 75 votes in right now. So that is the early result. But I want to hear from you. So go on to um, the Hawksbeat podcast. Um, I'm sorry, not the Hawksbeat podcast. Uh, on Twitter, at Hawksbeat. <laughs> not podcast. At Hawksbeat on Twitter. Give us a follow. Search the timeline. And uh, that is the, the poll question for now. So. Uh, do you think the Hawks can move on from D. Murray? Yes, no, or I don't know. So I, I think this was such a, a gutty win because the last two minutes of this game, it was just such a back and forth, you know, such a, such a back and forth. And you just need to win games like these. You really just need to win games like these where they're not sexy. You have a lot of turnovers. Your superstar doesn't really have it going shooting the ball. And you have a secondary guy that can go ahead and get you a dub, you know. And so uh, this is a very good win. So take this win for what it is. Put it in your back pocket. Uh, whatever confidence you can get from this win, um, you take it. You take it. Um, doesn't negate the fact that I still believe that there's tremendous problems with this team. There's still tremendous holes. There's still uh, problems, I believe, in this team's chemistry and lack of focus and being unconnected. But we're not going to dwell on that tonight. Because I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to dwell on that some other time. <laughs> I just think that's just kind of what it is, man. Uh, so, yeah. Um, final stat line for D. Murray was uh, 26 points on 11 of 18 shooting. He was 1 of 4 from 3. Uh, made all of his free throws, uh, which is 3 of them. 5 rebounds, 5 assists. A uh, little turnover happy with 5 turnovers. A little bit more than... Uh, I like, and I'm sure a little bit more than he likes, but um, DeJounte was the man tonight. Trey was 18 and 12, has another double-double with uh, points and assists. He's near the league leaders, if he's not leading the league in uh, double-doubles. That way, uh, Bogey with 12 off the bench, Onyeka with 15 off the bench. Um, Jalen Johnson, 10 points, 9 boards. Clint Capella, 12 points. Uh, and uh, did Clint only have three rebounds? That must be a mistake. Defensive rebound. Yeah, Clint only had three rebounds tonight, man. That is really wild. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, you got the dub, so you don't really worry about the, the stats and all that jazz. Um, before I get into some fan feedback, just want to note, and I probably should have started the pod with this, but uh, Pascal Siakam has moved on, and I want to just say a quick thought on that um i know a lot of hawks fans had their thoughts and their sights on pascal siakam maybe he can come in here and turn some things around he's a guy that you can uh pair with trey well he's a guy we think you could pair with trey um but he ends up going to the pacers in a deal that like listen pacers they didn't really have they gave up two first rounders and i get that like 2024 which the pick isn't going to be too good because they're probably going to make the playoffs. Uh, in a 2026 first rounder, they gave up Bruce Brown and two other dudes I ain't never heard of. So, like, they get Pascal Siakam for that, I guess. And here's the thing. If Pascal, like, doesn't resign with them, I still think that's okay with them because, like, they didn't give up a lot. They didn't give up a ton of 
assets, right? You get a guy like Siakam, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he, he says, hey, maybe I'll stick around and play with a guy like Halliburton, and you can maybe build off of those guys, you know? Um, I thought it was a great move for the Pacers, and you actually get a second-round pick coming back with you from the Pelicans, you know? So uh, salute to the Pacers for, for doing their due diligence, and we'll see what that looks like, man. I don't think Siakam to Atlanta was ever really going to happen. Um, I think it could have, but once the Hawks just stopped winning games, I don't think it was advantageous for them to do it. If they were in a place where they were winning games and they were a top five seed, then I'd say, yeah, go in with Siakam. But because they were not winning games, nah, let, let old boy cook up north. Let them cook up north because the difference is if you're a top five defense, you get a guy like Siakam, even if you only can rent him, and then see if you can go from top five to top three, and then you roll the dice and see what happens. That's just kind of how I look at it. But if you're below the Mendoza line or like 11 and 12, nah, you don't give up no assets for that. And if we keep it at a stack, the guy I really wanted was OG Ananobi, but that's a whole nother podcast, but. Um, Siakam to Indiana. That's what it is. Let's read some fan feedback. Again, if you are on Twitter, make sure you follow us on Twitter and interact with us and let us know what is up. I always ask for fan feedback after the game and let's see what you guys had to say. Uh, my guy, Donnell Suggs from the Atlanta Voice, the editor in chief, shouts us out tonight. What's up, my guy, Suggs? He said, solid victory. Good teams are supposed to win at home. Hey, they're supposed to win at home. Just Hawks just haven't been consistent this season uh, winning at home. He also responded to my poll question. I don't know which way he voted, but uh, I said, Hawks need to move on from, from D. Murray. He said, never did. He said, Hawks ownership and fan base just need to be realistic. This is a play-in team at best with some pretty cool players to watch like DJ. Enjoy. <laughs> Great perspective, man. I enjoy all y'all's perspective, man. And Hey, that's what he said. He said what he said. He's standing on that. J.F. <laughs> Willoughby said a win is a win. Nate Blanchett said too close for comfort, but also we are better than the 90s Bulls. It will be a dynasty from years to come. Hey. My guy's looking at this half, <laughs> this glass halfway full. More than halfway full. <laughs> appreciate you for checking us out, Nate. I always appreciate your comments. Uh, let's see. Bipolar Braves fan on Twitter said, Maybe this starts to run for us. I don't know. Something has to happen soon. Hey, you might be right, brother. Something might happen. It might be good. It might be bad. But I think something is about to happen. <laughs> I think something is about to happen. Last but definitely not least, my guy, he said, that was good. They fought even though they struggled with turnovers. Yeah, man, I, I agree. Um, it was not pretty. But, man, you got to win those games that ain't pretty. You know what I mean? Like, you got to win them. And uh, maybe this can uh, – I don't know, man. I'm not going to put too much into it. It was a good win. They won tonight. And then you move on. So, that's what that is. Let's look at the upcoming games for the Atlanta Hawks. So tonight is the end of their um, their homestand, which was a five-game homestand. 
and they end up going on three and two on the homestand. Kind of, kind of salvaged the homestand, I guess you could say, right? Kind of salvaged the homestand. You don't want to go two and three at home. Uh, it would have been nice to pick up some other ones, but them two, them two losses, boy. Oh boy, <laughs> those two losses did not look good at all, boy. No, that was a, that was a sour two losses. <laughs> but you got three dubs, and you just gonna move on that for what it is, right? Next up for the Atlanta Hawks, Thursday is an off day. Friday, they will be down in Miami. Now, that is going to be a, a different game because the Heat are going to be retiring the jersey of Udonis Haslam. So, um, was listening to the broadcast, and that means that things are a little bit different, which means you're going to have like an, uh, an, an elongated halftime. So, you know, got to prepare for that. The Heat are 24 and 17. Think Jimmy Butler might be back with this team, so they're going to have their hands full. And I don't have to tell you what the Hawks and Heat have been like. So yeah, that's just kind of what that is. Back to back because you play the Heat on Friday night, then you're back at State Farm Arena, which is an away home back to back. You're going to be back home, then you're going to take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers are still playing some good basketball, still. Um, above 524 and 15 it's going to have another uh, it's going to be another task for the Atlanta Hawks so I got a game at home a game in away back to back <sighs> got to play the game man got to play the game you know so we're going to see what that looks like over the weekend and after the weekend I'll probably hit you guys with another weekly wrap on probably I don't know maybe Sunday or so or maybe I'll do it tomorrow we'll see yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> weekly wrap is coming soon. I owe, I owe you guys a weekly wrap. Maybe I'll do some mailbag stuff. So if you're listening to the pod, um, shoot me some questions. You can you can hit hit me up on whatever platform you see me on: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, just uh, shoot me a question, and uh, I will do my best to answer it in the next weekly wrap that we have. But from Atlanta, Hawks get the dub one hundred six to one hundred four. Thank you so much for checking out the Hawksweet podcast. We appreciate all the support, as always. And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love, because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.